Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and you can find our podcast Instagram at Happy and Single. Today is episode 46, and the episode of this, the, the title of this episode is going to be The Roller Coaster of Hope. You know, hope is really one of those things that can really be a double-edged sword. It's like there's certain times in our life that we think everything's going to work out. I I think when we're younger, especially, we have so much hope. And then reality hits us in the face, and it's like, no, I'm sorry. You're not going to get the exact life that you want right now. And we're like, why not? You know, I'm a good person and I do good things. Why can't I have what I want right now? And the truth is, I don't know. I have no idea why your life has not worked out the way that you've wanted it to work out. I just don't. But what I can tell you is the more that we trust in this inner voice the more that things work out regardless of you know how we feel about those things i'm sure you can think of somebody that went through a really hard thing in their life that actually ended up working out very well for them it was like they felt that this this thing that wasn't happening in their life was like the worst thing in the world Guys, you have made it through so many things. Now, and the thing that occurs to me to share with you is, you know, the same way I believe in a God that wants the absolute best for us, I believe there's also a Satan. And I believe he, he does everything to destroy our hope. Because if, if he can destroy your hope, he can get you to not want to get up and even try anymore. Sometimes life can be really, really challenging. You know, one one instance that occurs to me is, you know, we're we're selling this house up in Minnesota and, you know, we're, we're trying to sell it without a realtor. And if you've ever done that, you know, that's actually, it's, it's more challenging than if you had a realtor for sure. You just make a lot more money. But it's been really interesting because sometimes, you know, you think you find the perfect person for the house or you think something's going to work out. And sometimes it doesn't work out and they're nice. And other times it doesn't work out and like they weren't terribly nice. Like, and that's just people being people. And that's my perception of people. But sometimes, especially when it sounds like, I don't want to say too good to be true. Like, we get super excited. We're like, oh my goodness, this is it. And this is going to mean this. And this is going to mean this. And this is going to mean this. And something just clicked for me as I said that. The reason I want, you know, so much to be able to sell this house is because You know, my mind has been kind of somewhat divided, not terribly divided, but somewhat divided. 
And for me, it was, oh, cool. If we get this person into a contract and get them this amazing house, then I can still stay here and make sure everything gets taken care of. But for the most part, like I can just focus back on the work that I want to do and the videos that I want to record and all the really cool stuff that I want to do. You know, and so a lot of times when we're hoping for one thing and it doesn't happen, it's almost like we've set up, I don't want to say a house of cards, but it's a little bit like that. It's a little bit like a house of cards where you've set this house of cards up in your mind of how everything has to work perfectly for you to get done what you need to. And and that's not the case at all. I mean, even in my case being here, like I just have to be able to turn on on and off really quickly of being able to jump into coaching or you know recording videos or working on the, the projects that I need to work on. And then also instantly being able to flip on that hat of, oh, cool. Well, I've got, I've got somebody to show the house to at this time. And so like, that's really what's striking me right now is every one of us, we have these hopes, but, and they're built super high. It's like, oh, well, if this happens, this is going to happen. And 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 then when it doesn't happen, we, we don't just drop down. In general, we don't just drop down to the level we were before. I think we sometimes even drop down to a level below that. Why? Well, you know, some people will say, you know, so what? You know, you you didn't have them before. You don't have them after. So what? But you did have the idea of them. You, you did have the idea of that working out. And sometimes I think that's even harder. You know, maybe you guys have had somebody that you've met in your life that have just you know, done it for you. Like you have just felt so connected with that person that you're like, wow, this is amazing. And then it doesn't work out and it finds us, it finds us asking all kinds of questions. You know, it finds us sometimes, you know, yelling and screaming. And if you've ever done that, guys, you're just human. You know, if you've ever yelled or screamed after a relationship, I, I don't know. I'm guessing there's not many people that haven't done that. But sometimes life is just hard. You know, they say what goes up must come down. You know, and even thinking of that in, this, in terms of this metaphor, like, well, what's coming to my mind is, you know, part of doing this house, I've, I've gone out and put these signs up and I put up balloons. And then what I do is I just, I just release the balloons because I don't want a bunch of pop balloons. And it's kind of cool. Like, it's kind of cool to release them and watch them fly. And man, it's amazing how, how high those things can fly in, not a, in just a matter of moments. But the thing that's striking me right now is once all that, well, actually, I guess I was thinking once all that air runs out and they just kind of fall to the ground, but you know, maybe that, that doesn't happen with balloons because once they've released a certain amount of helium or once they've lost a certain amount of helium, they just gradually float back to the ground. What if we could do that? Like, honestly, this is, this is striking me in this very moment. Like, what if we could do that? 
what, what if we could be a lot more like a balloon than thinking, oh, goodness, this is over and this is over. And that was a long, dramatic pause. Like, that was me honestly just sitting here and being like, wow, that is, that is a really cool concept. So what goes up does come down. But if we allow it to be more like a balloon instead of, oh my goodness, that was my, that was my only person. That was my end all. Then maybe we'd be a lot better off. You know, I'm, I'm still sitting here just because my original thought was the balloon would just kind of, you know, either run out of air and it would just fall to the ground somewhat hard compared to how it had risen. But it doesn't do that. So maybe we're the ones that have to, have to stop putting all of our hopes onto every decision that we make. There are some things that you can control and there are some things that you cannot. And when you worry about the things which you can't control, the things that you can't control begin to control you. There is only so much I can do back here, you know, to be able to help my parents sell this house. You know, and sometimes we want to be I don't know. I don't even want to say the hero. Sometimes we just want to be done with something. <laughs> we we don't want to split our energies anymore. We want to just be there. Because I don't think that's the way it works. That's not the way it works at all. We we might think it works that way, but the way it truly works, we all have so many competing priorities. Every moment of the day. You know, if, if you're a single parent, you might, you would have children to take care of at times. And you might have a business you're running at other times. And you might have fun things that you're doing at other times. So maybe it's us really wanting our life to be different than it is. Instead of accepting where it's at and saying, oh, cool, this is where I'm at. You know, today I went to this. I went to the store and bought. I bought a few things like some hangers and some other stuff, just to kind of, you know, just to be a slightly more organized here. And the thought, and the thought that came to me is like, well, what if the house sells in like a week? Okay, cool. Well, I spent you know two dollars in hangers and a few other things, and I think I'll be okay. <laughs> You know, I don't know if you guys realize, but realize this, but these podcasts are all entirely unscripted. It is me sitting here and just sharing with you guys whatever's whatever's placed in me to share. And it's funny because I did an episode on, you know, basically, you know, just showing up and allowing yourself to be like you were single for a while, that that you actually were just going to be single for a while and live your life accordingly. Like, you know, so even being here, it's like, cool, well, I'm going to be here and I'm going to spend this amount of time or whatever, 
you know, helping to sell this house. And other than that, I'm going to be focusing on the things I want. We have to accept the way that things are. Because Heavenly Father has a plan for each of us. And He knows what He is doing. And we're really the ones that have to get on board. You know, just the past, I don't know, the past little bit, I've just felt like, you know, there's a lot heavier feeling. Um, and it was bringing me down. And I, and I said a real prayer and I went and I read my scriptures and I came across this beautiful phrase in the Book of Mormon that says, have you forgotten all the amazing things that the Lord has done for you? I guess it's great things, but... Like, have you forgotten all the amazing things that God has done for you? You know, there's there's stories in the Book of Mormon by this this prophet named Nephi. And every time things would get really hard, he would just go back to and remember the experiences that he'd had. And he would even remind other people of supposedly faith-promoting experiences. Every single one of us has seen the hand of God in our life. Every one of us. T.S. Eliot has a quote that says, When I pray, coincidences happen. When I don't, they don't. And I really do believe that when we ask for those things, God really does give them to us. And just... Like, you guys can believe in whatever you want to. But the times in my life that have been, I mean, I I had a time in my life that was so incredibly hard for me at the time. And it was this. It was exactly what I'm talking about. It was this hope. We, We put this hope so high in the sky of, no, I have to have this. I have to have to have this. It, like, it's almost like we're trying to make up for experiences that we've had in our lives that haven't gone the way we've wanted them to. It's like, okay, well, my, my life hasn't worked up till this point, but if this thing happens, it will all be worth it. I don't know if that works, guys. We really do. We need to be a lot more like like that floating balloon. That when life doesn't go the way we want it to, it's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not saying this is easy by any stretch of the imagination. This is the first time this has ever occurred to me. But it sounds really like a good idea. So what would that even look like? Like, how in the world can we have that level of hope? Maybe there's something there about allowing yourself to feel your feelings. Like when something doesn't go your way. And and there's also something about understanding and knowing like 
you know, a balloon rises in degrees. Sometimes we have a tendency, especially in, you know, potential romantic gestures to take really big shots. It's like we're taking this balloon and not letting it rise, but we're slingshotting it from earth all the way up and that just doesn't work. It works when we allow things to happen almost by degrees. You can even see that scripture throughout the, throughout the scriptures, line upon line, precept upon precept, you know, or by degrees. And when things don't work out, regardless if you have anyone else around you that even cares, and many of you do and might not even know it, you really do have a loving Heavenly Father that cares and loves you. That cares about you so deeply. You know, and one of the experiences that I started to share where I was, I was supposed to move in with this new apartment of guys, you know, at the time, I mean, my, my roommates at the time were good. They were good people. We just didn't have a lot in common. So I was really looking forward to moving in with some people that had way more in common. And instead, right in front of my face, like this guy actually sold his contract, even though he'd already basically promised it to me. And I was so mad. And before that, a little bit before that, this girl had kind of crushed me pretty good. And that was just the straw. Like that was really the straw and it sent me down pretty hard. You know, and long story short, I got to this you know, slightly darker place in my life where I know I, I didn't do anything crazy, but I was just, I wasn't being very nice. I wasn't being very kind and, you know, kind of put a hoodie on and had this look in my eyes. I dare you to say something to me and I promise I'll make you regret it. You know, and, and even a little bit before this experience with, you know, the girl that kind of crushed me and uh, it was, you know, I was just having a really, really rough time. You know, and funny enough, you know, one of those, <clears throat> those roommates that, you know, we didn't have tons in common actually helped me, helped me through a pretty hard time. And, you know, and I've never really seen that either. I'm, you know, super grateful. but. I had an experience where like I was just going through a super hard time and I can't remember if I asked or if I prayed or what, what I did specifically, but I had one of those experiences where you know, people talk about themselves almost being wrapped up in a blanket, you know, and I had that type of experience. Guys, I don't know what you're going through and I don't know what you believe in. But there is always a power greater than you that is willing to extend his hand and be with you. And like I said, it doesn't matter what you believe in. It doesn't matter what you call your higher power. I mean, for me, I, I call it Heavenly Father. I love it, actually. Using that word instead of God. You know, and it's funny because when I went to London... And went through like Westminster Abbey. There's all these graves. And many of them said the words Heavenly Father on their epitaph. 
I thought that was really beautiful. I think it's just so amazing to know that we have a loving Heavenly Father that cares about us. You know, and as I, as I was sharing, even just, you know, a couple of days ago, I had, I was just, I was just having a, just feeling that heavy feeling, guys. And like I said, I, I believe in God and I believe in a Satan. And when we have that heavy feeling, it doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. I think a lot of times it actually means you're doing something right. And the adversary just works on you harder. I know, right? <laughs> talk, about, talk about a motivational speech right there. But we can always turn to God and say, hey, help me. And I experienced that. And then it, and then it just went away. And I, was, and I was feeling really good again. And, and I'm feeling good. You don't have to fight this life alone. I mean, you can look back. Honestly, most of us can look back. And we would honestly be willing to admit, like, yeah, like my life has been fairly guided. And everything's worked out. But, but sometimes we're like, well, this part of my life hasn't worked out yet. So what? It doesn't mean you have to lose hope. It doesn't mean you have to lose faith. In yourself, even. You are all doing so much better than you think you can. But our, our hope, it goes up and down. As much as I would love for it to be that balloon, it really is. It's more like a roller coaster. You know, and especially those parts where you know, it, it takes you up the incline and gets you set up at the top to rush down. I think it's like that. And we, rut, we, we go up at a decent speed, but when we come down on a roller coaster on those really fun parts, we're like, wow, that was amazing. Why don't we do that? I don't know if I've ever done that. Coming down off a, off a rough experience, like, that was awesome. But, you know, here we try to just we try to see things as better. What good does it do us if every time we come crashing down, we get upset, we get frustrated? There's no judgment here, guys. I'm, I'm right there with you. We're just exploring. But what if? What if like, we came crashing down and we're like, oh, that was awesome! I think the more we learn to accept where we're at and also take a look at where we're going. I think for so many, so many people, like we, we almost pretend like we're never going to die. I mean, not realizing at the same time that everybody does die. And like, that's just what happens. You know, it's interesting. There's, there's a music video that I really, really like. And it's Avicii's, it's called The Nights. And at the very beginning, he says, I don't want to be, I don't want to be remembered for the money I made. I want to be, I want to be remembered for the life I had or something like that. Really cool video. If you guys haven't seen it already, I highly recommend. And, you know, the video lyrics just kind of go on, you know, basically to say like, you know, when I was, when I was a boy, 
This is actually a really cool song, so I actually pulled up the lyrics. But he says, Once upon a younger year, when all our shadows disappeared, the animals inside came out to play. When face to face with all our fears, learned our lessons through the tears, made memories we knew we would never fade. One day my father, he told me, son, don't let it slip away. He took me in his arms. I heard him say, when you get older, your wild heart will live for younger days. Think of me if ever you're afraid. You know, and as I read that last lyric, I, I really do. I picture a loving Heavenly Father. Like, say, hey, like, think of me if you're ever afraid. Like, just think of me. I've got you. Go play. Go have fun. You know, and he goes on and he says, he said, one day you'll leave this world behind. So live a life you will remember. Wow. You know, talk about like, none of us knows when it's our time. And like, none of us knows whatsoever when it's our time. You know, and Avicii ended up dying super young. And so, but these words hit a lot harder when you read them because he's passed. And he says, my father told me when I was just a child, these are the nights that never die. When thunderclouds start pouring down, light a fire they can't put out. How cool is that? When, when everything starts going down, when everything starts getting rough, light a fire they can't put out. Do you know what kind of fire you have to have if, if there's like thunderclouds pouring down? Kind of a pretty strong fire. Carve your name into those shining stars. Go venture far beyond the shores. Don't forsake this life of yours. I'll guide you home no matter where you are. Well, guys, when we listen to this inner wisdom, we do. We have a loving, a loving God that guides us home no matter where we're at through that inner voice, through that inner wisdom. One day my father told me, son, don't let it slip away. When I was just a kid, I heard him say, when you get older, your heart will live for younger days. Think of me if ever you're afraid. These are the nights that never die. You know, it's interesting. The more personal lyrics, the more it almost cuts us in a good way to the core. Guys, every single one of you is being guided home. Home is this beautiful feeling that we can all have no matter where our life is. Believe it or not, your life is being so guided. As my mentor, Michael Neal, says, he's not, it's like, you're not the pilot, you're the plane. When we let ourselves be the plane, and sometimes we fight against it, well, every single one of us has something to do. I think of Nelson Mandela that was in prison for like 30 years. But when he came out, he didn't, you know, go crazy. He didn't yell. He didn't scream. He basically said, according to my minimal understanding of this, like, we've got to fix this. We've got to fix this system. We can't worry about all the time and all the years and everything that's already passed. But guys, we can have hope. We can have hope in a new and brighter future. There's this beautiful scripture. It happens to be in in the, the Book of Mormon, in a book called Ether, who was a prophet like years and years and years ago. But he says this 
it's an ether 12 four if you if you know where that's at or you can probably just search it on google and it'll pop up but he says wherefore whoso believeth in god might with surety hope for a better world yea even a place at the right hand of god which hope cometh of faith maketh an anchor to the souls of men which would make them sure and steadfast always abounding in good works being led to glorify god Guys, we got to hope for a better world. It doesn't matter the things that are happening in the world that aren't so great. We have to hope for a better world. And we have to follow the inner wisdom that we're given. And you know what? Sometimes that inner wisdom says, hey, just relax, just chill. Because sometimes we start picking up this, this fire and we're like, oh my goodness, now I get to make up for lost time. We don't have to make up for lost time. It doesn't work. It just leaves us tired and exhausted. Now, in a natural way, like when we start working on the things that are super important to us and enjoyable, like absolutely, there's some days that we really, really get involved and we get excited and we're like, oh my goodness, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this. And if you follow me on Instagram, that's where the It's Possible guy and the It's Possible challenge comes in. Even if you're having an awful, awful day, if you can just get your 21 minutes in of whatever it is you want to work on and whatever it is you want to create in your life, you're going to be astounded at what you're going to create in your life. Because sometimes life, life is going to rain downpour on your little fire. And sometimes you're going to fight and fight and fight to keep it up. But to be honest, sometimes we're going to have to go to other people to help us have a little bit more fire. Like that's why coaches exist to help us have that spark, to have us that help us to get that light back, that excitement, that joy for life. And I honestly, I look at, I look at the old God being the ultimate coach, the person that we can go to and say, "Hey, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what I'm having a hard time with." You know, Mike, Michael Neal has an analogy. He calls his lamp po- his uh, lamp post analogy. He said, even if you went to a lamppost every day and told it your fears, told it your successes, told it your joys, told it what was happening in your life, your life would improve. Well, if we could do that doing a, talking to a lamppost, imagine how much better we could do talking to a coach. And if you could do better talking to a coach, imagine how much you could do talking to the most amazing coach in the world, God, that knows us inside and out. like. Crazy. We all need that spark. We all need that light. And some of us, myself included, many times are sometimes way too prideful just to ask. It's like somebody asks us, how are we doing? It's like, amazing, fantastic. Or whatever other, whatever other fake word you want to make up. When inside we're having a struggle. It's okay. And I'm not saying to tell everybody. But it is okay to tell certain people in your life that you're struggling. I mean, and especially to tell God that you're struggling. I mean, I really did. I did that, I think it was yesterday, and just had this, had this beautiful experience where just that heaviness just began to disappear. Guys, I know this sounds a bit far-fetched for some, But according to the Bible, and this is what I truly believe, in Revelations, it says a third of the entire host of heaven was cast down as basically minions to Satan. 
and they mess with us. And a lot of times when you're trying your absolute hardest and your absolute best, they're going to they're going to work harder on you. And the more people that are making poorer and poor decisions in their lives in the world, the more minions per capita that we have. But as it says in the Bible, when there was a giant army that surrounded, you know, this one prophet and this one little boy, it says there are more with us than there are with them. There is always more with us. We know who wins. We know the end of the story. And I'm, and I'm just being very honest, guys. Like, a lot of times it's actually not you. It really is this, this darker force of all of these little minions. And we forget that. Like, I mean, I'd, I'd kind of forgotten that. was, you know, starting to think, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing? Like, seriously, what, what am I doing? Am I, am I not doing things right? That's all our crazy leprechaun thinking. But a leprechaun's pretty clever, and so is the adversary and all of his minions. And I know I might be going a bit far-fetched for some people, but guys, this is, this is what I truly believe. And when we understand that, and we understand that we can always call upon God or whoever your higher power is for help, you will get it. We must have hope in what we love. We, we must have hope in the lives that we want to create. Each day, I have this really long, like almost you know, probably eight, nine paragraphs or something like that that I read. And it says, where I want my life to be a year from the day I first wrote it. And you know what's amazing? Those things are starting to happen in my life. Guys, we are, we are the gods of our own world. I truly believe that. Absolutely. Like, it's got to be on the same page as, as God himself. <laughs> like, you know, we're, we're almost, I, I do though. I believe that we are the creators. I mean, God created the earth. He created all these amazing things. And we're the ones that create our lives. We're the ones that have to show up and do the work. He's the guide. He's almost, uh, this is probably too, too formal of an analogy, but he's almost the supervisor. And we're the little workers. You know, but he's more than willing to, it's like, you know, we try to move one single brick and all of a sudden, you know, all this massive pile of rocks just randomly moves. We are so helped. We are so guided. And when we know that even if we don't think we have a single other person on the face of this earth that gives a care about us, we do. We each have this loving, amazing, incredible God that is watching over every single one of us, guys. Every one of us. And why is this important to have something greater than us to believe in? Well, part of it, it takes the pressure off. If I know that I'm being guided by an ultimate hand, an ultimate force, by God himself, by the hand of God, then all I got to do is show up and do what he says. 
you know, The Artist's Way is an entire book basically just about how to listen better to that feeling, to that spirit, to that inner wisdom. It's a spiritual recovery of creativity. You know, and it's funny how often we fight things. Like, you know, I, I kind of, I've been doing this Artist's Way program and I've been very adamant about doing almost every single exercise in the book. And one was go out and collect five rocks. <laughs> Like, go find five rocks that you like. And I'm like, yeah, that's a bit much for me. Well, and, the, and another one was go pick five flowers. Now, I'm, I'm definitely like, like, that's not my thing. And so, but I happened to be at a business meeting this morning at a golf course. And I saw all these beautiful flowers. And I'm like, oh, I could just pick, I could just pick some flowers. So I, I picked a, a few from the golf course. And then I... And then I found a few more until I'd picked, I think it was five flowers. And then I even went out and I picked up five rocks. What does it matter? And then one of the other things she says is just like make something. And so, you know, I had Oreos and I had these little snack pack puddings. I actually really like those. But I had these little snack pack chocolate puddings. And so I crushed some Oreos and put it and, and mixed it with the pudding, almost like you used to make those little like dirt cakes you know you got pudding and you get your oreos for the dirt and then you got your worms i didn't have any worms but there's something about that do you know what being a kid does it gives us hope again when we're little kids we think we're invincible we think we're like you know my my nephews especially the youngest ones they're fearless i mean they'll they they will tell you what they feel they'll tell you what they want to say um, and they will laugh and they will laugh and they will laugh. Like one of my nephews, he always like, when he starts laughing, he's just hilarious. So I start laughing. He's like, he's like, Joseph, why are you laughing? And I'm like, cause you just make me so happy. And that's available to all of us. Every single one of you have this little kid inside of you. It's time to bring it out. Do you know what's cool about a little kid? They can scream and yell about a toy, you know, breaking or, you know, getting upset at their parents or whatever it is. And moments later, they're back to even kill. What if we could be like that? What if we could go out in the world, we could fight for what we wanted. And when life didn't go our way, you know, in, instead of just stopping and being like, well, that must be not, not be my path. I'm telling you guys, if it's ever not your path. The strong, some of the strongest experiences I've had in my life is when I thought it was supposed to be my path. I didn't want to take it, but I thought they were supposed to be my path, and it wasn't. And I got very, very strong stop signs. One was about a girl that I was engaged to, and another was about a career change. And they were adamant stop signs. I can tell you, as long as you're paying attention, if you think you're going going down the wrong road, you will be stopped. You don't have you don't have to hesitate every 4 seconds and say, "Am I am I good? Am I good? Am I good? Am I good? Am I good?" It's always the same as that that whole are we there yet? Yes, you're fine. Go back to what you're working on. You know, I've got like there are people that each of us know like there's a cool song. It's a it's called 
I think it's called Love Like Crazy by Lee Bryce. And I was listening to it the other day, you know, and it talks about, you know, it just talks about this story of, they thought he was crazy when he married his wife when she, she was like 17 and he was a bit older than that. And they were too young to get married. And then he started this business and, you know, it was, you know, and they said, oh, those silly computers, they'll never take off. And, you know, and then, at, and then at the end of the song, you know, the, the, the last verse or so is like, well, they paid like crazy. They loved like crazy. And, you know, Microsoft came in and bought his, P, his PC company and paid like crazy. Guys, we have to believe in ourselves. Like the world is just getting a lot harsher out there. You got to believe in what you're doing. And if you need to get people around you that believe in you, I, the people that really, really know me is a very small handful of people that truly know me. They know my life. They know the stories behind my life. I'm very sensitive of who I share things with. And I, like, we don't have to share everything with everybody. It, it, sounds, it sounds bad, but I'm the type of guy that everyone's willing to share everything with me. And at the same time, like, I'm not really willing to share everything with others. I mean, I guess, you know, a little bit of that goes in my profession. Like, the things that people share with me, they'd never share with, you know, another human being. But I've just learned for myself that I've got to be a little bit cautious about who I share things with. Everybody is not going to support you. Even those people, some of them that you think should support you. Oh, these people have to support me because they're my friends or they're my family or they're whatever. I, I don't know what it is for you. But everyone around you is doing the best they can. And the only person in the entire world that you can control is you. That's it. Nobody else, guys. You are the one that has to have hope in yourself. There's a cool scene in The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. And his teammates have pretty much given up on him because of some, uh, some bad things that he'd done in his past. And so he says, all right, guys, if you're not going to help me, I'm going to do it myself. You know, when he goes and ends up getting this ridiculous amount of yards in this football play. And he's like, you know, but he didn't care anymore what they were going to do. He couldn't control what they were going to do. And you know what? The other guys could have, like, his effort might not have been good enough. Who cares? We worry so much about where we're at on some fictitious schedule. Guys, new trains are always coming. New buses are always arriving. Yes, you missed opportunities in your past, but you're missing some right in front of you by not taking them right now. Listen. Listen to this place of inner wisdom, your inner voice, whatever it is that you need to do. Because that's what's going to give you hope. And you know what also gives you hope? Momentum. If you guys have paid attention the last week or so on, on uh, Instagram, on the It's Possible Guy page, I was learning Sweet Child of Mine. Now, I have pictured this song as being like, whoa, there's no way that I could ever play that. Well, within about two or three hours in one single week, and years ago, I, I tried to learn this song, but I ended up breaking my arm. So there was some time put in back then, 
but I wasn't using my time very well. Well, just simply doing these, this pr- program and learning this, this song, I, I learned the intro and got it up to 90% speed in three hours. And then I looked at some of the other parts of the song and it's like, whoa, 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 this isn't, this isn't even as hard as the intro. What? And it became one of these things that was up on the shelf for me. They're like, whoa, only really amazing guitar players can play that. No, guys, the people, we can do anything. Like as a friend was telling me this morning, we can do anything. It just takes time. Anyone can do anything. It just takes time. So it doesn't matter what you're going to do. Some people say, well, if I start practicing piano today, you know how old I'm going to be 10 years from now by the time I actually have become good at it? Yes. The exact same age you're going to be if you hadn't. Life passes fast. Life passes so, so quickly, guys. But we get to decide what we want to do. I encourage you, if you haven't already, take on the 21 minutes a day. Take on the It's Possible Challenge. Set a goal for yourself on Tuesday that you're going to complete by the next Tuesday. And if you don't get it, I know it's a bummer. I was super bummed that I couldn't get to 100% speed on the song. Sometimes we take on things that are just a lot Like, they're more challenging than we thought they were? That's okay, guys. You got a lot further than you did before. Be the superhero of your own life. And that simply just means, like... I just happened to look down and I'm wearing a Superman shirt when I said that, but... Show up for yourself. Don't wait for another hero to come in and save you. Don't wait for a relationship to come in and save you and give you hope. Show up every day and playing the game that you want to play. And eventually your brain, it will click. I've been doing certain things now for the past, oh, few months or so. Like very meticulously. Well, as I've done that now, it's starting to, some of those things are starting to be fun. And other days they're not. Other days it's like, I get to the end of the day, like even last week, I'd get to the end of the day, it was like 10 o'clock and I still hadn't played the guitar. And I'm like, ah, I got to go play the guitar. And I did. We don't have to love it every single day, but if you told me that I could be a rock star in 10 years or less, would I take it? Absolutely. I love playing the guitar. So think about for yourself, like, what is it that you have had hope in? What is it that gives you hope? Where do you find your hope? For me, it really is. It's like, especially as I shared that experience, it's from God. And it's putting my hope and my trust in Him. And it's also seeing progress. When I see my fingers dancing on the fretboard of a guitar, playing Sweet Child of Mine, it's much easier to believe, oh, I can, I can play Sweet Child of Mine. How many things are you letting slip between your fingers that you'd really love to do? How many more things are you going to let slip through your fingers 
even if you just start off with 21 minutes a day, There's a part in a book that I've written, the first draft, that I feel compelled to share with you. And it says, do you feel like you're just getting through life, fighting through the motions, but secretly longing to become the person that you always knew you could be? What dreams do you have sleeping in the chambers of your soul, sitting there waiting to be sparked and rekindled? Do you keep seeing glimpses of who you might have been? Had you only stuck with your dreams that you let slip through your fingers like the sands of time? Do those dreams still nudge and call to you, but you just aren't sure if you should start or even know where to begin? Do you feel that it's just too late to become the person that you might have been? What if it were much simpler than you could think to reach those dreams and you could even imagine? Guys, everything is available to you. Every single thing that you want to create in your life. We're going to finish off with a story here. So there's a story about this room in heaven. And I first heard this from my mentor, Michael Neal. I honestly don't know where it comes from. Maybe it was his, maybe it was somebody else's. But he said, a human die as human do. And he went to heaven. And as the human was in heaven, after a while they noticed that all the angels kept gliding past this one door. Almost like they were trying to avoid it. And so the human, as human people do, he got curious and he said, what's in that room? And the angels got very solemn and said, we can't keep you out of there, but we would highly recommend that you don't go in there. Well, <laughs> after not too long, the, the human decided to go in and he saw the most amazing things in the world, like you know, mansions, cars, money, the relationship of his dreams, the, a relationship with God, like everything you could ever imagine was in this room. And, and, the, and the human comes out and he's like, oh my goodness, like what is that place? That place is amazing. And the angels got solemn again and they said, that's the life that you were meant to have while you were on the earth. But you never believed you could have it. How many things would, that, would, would be in that room for you? What would be in that place for you? I want you to honestly think about it. What are the things that you hope for, that you wish for, that you yearn for, that you want? And then start listening to that inner wisdom, listen to that inner voice and start taking the guided steps that you're given to get there. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. 
anyone is welcome to come on. And you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.